back to you once again, live and direct in the studio, doing another episode of Barbershop Talk. As always, I'm live in here with the young CEO, Landis Brewer. What's good, Lando? Chilling, man. I was actually trying to do a Caribbean accent, but I failed at the last one. It's all good, man. You look, you looked apart. Thank you, thank you. And we got the engineer extraordinaire, Ante, sitting What's at the up? table What's once up? again. Back in the building. He's back in the building. Our engineer. <laughs> man, man, still singing, still singing. I'm with you. And new school is in the building. Hey. What's up, Coop? Always. Cool. Always rapping with the fame. Over, I'm with always home and always rapping. <laughs> always rapping, always rapping. And uh, you know, we're gonna go ahead and get things kicked off. And speaking of uh, people that are rapping, uh, Kendrick Lamar is is rapping for the West Side, rapping for Compton. Put his entire album on the top Billboard 100. In case y'all didn't hear that, uh, I'm impressed. I can't. I can't think of anybody that has done that in recent times that I can think of. I didn't really feel like doing the research, but um, you know, I was on board. I know Ante was on board from the beginning. And um, shameless, Jeremy. Shameless. Just get it over with. And ladies, shameless. And, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Coop and Landis have joined the fray. I think they have something to say. Wait, I didn't. I, first of all, I, I never. I never threw any shade. At oh. But you were loving it. Uh, no, no. When it first came, y'all asked, y'all asked me, yo, have y'all listened to Nietzsche Kendrick? I was like, no, I haven't. I was actually listening to new Playboy Cardi today. Playboy Cardi. And that new he Playboy is real, Cardi. ladies and gentlemen. I saw him on iTunes. His rock was rocking. His rock no. was Coop is like a GM who, when Can you it? have a great game, he wants to keep you on the team, but... You have a bad game. You know that that fourth round pick is starting to get. You know he's starting to work his way up. He's that kind of guy. He's Captain Optimus. What's uh? What's Playboy Cardi's big song? What's the name of it? Uh, Woke up like this. The Beyonce song. Uh, I woke up like this. <laughs> okay, uh, that explains. He, he remakes uh, the Beyonce joint. Okay, that's, that's cool. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to beat that. The street thing. But so you did listen to the album? Yeah, I did listen. And to what it. do you what do you think? It has definitely my stamp of approval. Hey, definitely you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Cover to cover. Kendrick Lamar, the president of the Future Fan Club, <laughs> has put his stamp on on Kendrick's damn album. It is. Tough. I wish we had like Tough sound effects where you put some like applause in there or something. Interesting. The interesting question now is uh, where yes. do we rank it? Yes. As far as Kendrick's albums go, um, for me, Kendrick's albums, it, I think it's, I think it's the best. This is my favorite Kendrick album. A lot of people argue that To Pimp a Butterfly was a better album. Um, me personally, this album solidified Kendrick for me as a top five rapper. Um, I was time. saying of all time yeah. for me. Um, okay. I was saying before he still has something to prove. I couldn't say that yet. With this album, he, he cemented his his place for me, and and I've been a Kendrick fan since. Uh, it took me a minute. I didn't really jump on the Kendrick until Good Kid, Mad City, um, and I thought that was super commercial. But uh, To Pimp a Butterfly was the opposite end of the spectrum. This one was right down the middle. I think it was a damn near perfect album. What do you uh, think? I think he did something special. Is Kendrick a college graduate? I don't think so. We get a fact. Kendrick Kendrick was has been grinding for almost ten years, and he like really just got on like and became a household name what four years ago. Yeah. 
So I mean, he's 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 been paying his dues. He was in the minor leagues doing his thing, but no, I think I don't think college was in his plans. And the reason why I say that is because when I listened to this album, I just saw a a higher being. Not seem like I try to put him on pedestal. I just seen a dude that's so evolved past everybody else in rap. He and he he's, has. He's like, and then he carries a little Kaepernick with him too. You know, if you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. that kind of. But he's he's made me appreciate hip hop again. Damn, the album, I mean, every song. I'm telling you, I don't I don't know for for every song to to hit the, the Billboard Top 100. That makes me confused. And Anta, maybe you can you and you and Jay can help me out with this. And uh-huh. I don't know if it's a lack of great music in this time or was that album just that great? Because every it hit, it almost hit me with the the the. The Garrett's and Dottrine flow. Like, how I like, I fucked with every song. Yeah. Excuse my language. Oh, you good? I, I personally think that this album would stand up in any era of hip-hop. Yeah, no, I think I think the, I, the album was that great. It, it, you don't think it's a lack? You, what, I mean, it's a lack of good music? No, I mean, well, no I mean, because you have to I mean, think about this. The, yeah. hot, the Hot 100 charts don't just encompass hip-hop music. Mm-hmm. They encompass all music. So we're talking about we're talking about country. We're talking about EDM. Say, did we're talking Taylor about Swift come out with anything pop. Recently? We're talking about no, not that <laughs> I know. And no Adele has dropped either. So, but still, I mean, he's beating out. Well, not beating out because then say he's number one. But he's on the charts with some of the hottest songs that are out right now. Bruno Mars is killing the charts right now. Uh, Eric Sharon is killing the tracks right now. The charts right now. So you got a lot of. Music that's not necessarily urban, but it's universal music. So to be able to climb up the charts with those kind of international universal artists like that, it speaks volumes about how quality the music is. And it speaks volumes about the power of hip hop, man. When you put out something real, it's going to work, man. It's going right. to flow. It's gonna. Nobody else is getting their whole album on the chart like that. There's only 100 slots. It definitely does. So There's only 100 mm-hmm. spots. So, Coop, um, mm-hmm. have, you, have you heard... All of Kendrick's music, like his, yeah, his albums. I mean, personally, where, where I would you rank say this? I, I have it. I I just really like Good Kid, Mad City. I mean, I didn't. I like Section Eighty Two a lot. I definitely did like Section Eighty. To Pimp a Butterfly didn't really vibe with yeah. me. It didn't. It, I, I, I just, didn't like it. Why? Like, like, just elaborate on that it, briefly. Was it was it too was, was it too conscious for uh, your your taste? Was it too? Yes, Afrocentric. it was too. It was too. It, it, like it, it's all good if your music has a message, you know. But at the end of the day, you are an artist, and you're supposed to be making good music. And I just feel like he's too aggressive. Trying to, like trying to push too many messages and too much. Trying to like push it, too like much. Like it was stuff. preachy. Yeah, it's very preachy. Yeah, it's very mm. preachy. And I, that's why I like. Like I, I feel like he got his message across better in Section 80 while still, you know, bringing good tracks to the. To the table, so that's why. I, well, I'm, I'm comparing this to Pimp Pimp by Butterfly. I think this. I think Damn is his second best work. My second behind best. behind Good Kid, Mad City. I okay. really like Good Kid, Mad I can, City. I can feel you on that one. I, I personally, I'm on the same page with Anse. I think that this is his best work to date, just because of the combination that you get from start to finish throughout the album. And there's there's some conscious stuff. But then there's also some trap beats, and and it's it's something that I think everybody can get something out of. And those are albums that I love, regardless of the artist. Yeah. Is is something to where 
all four of us could have different outlooks on hip hop, but we can all appreciate the album because it's just that damn good. Yeah. And and to go back to your point, Landis talking about um, a lack of good music. I I think I don't think there's a lack of good music. I just think there is more bad music, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because like we've talked about before, I think with the internet, anybody can put out an album now. Yeah. It's, it's not where you have to get on with the label it. to put something out. So yeah. the market is is just saturated with with artists now, with yeah. rappers and music, you know, singers or whatever. Right. So there's there's so many options for you to pick from. Just like I might not mess with Playboy Cardi, but he likes it. Back in the day, Playboy Cardi probably would still be rapping in his basement. Yeah. But today he has that opportunity to put his music out there and be heard and develop a fan base. So I'm all about that. Like, you want to do that, do that. Yeah. But there's still great music out there. It's just that now with so, in my opinion, with so much bad music out there, when a good album like this comes out, yeah. it just stands out above the rest because, yeah. you know, good artists tend to bubble below the surface after their album comes out. Yeah. You know, yeah. they they do their tour and yeah. everything and then they kind of then they wallet they, out they play the background you know spend some time with their family start working on the next album whereas Uzi and and all them cats they seem to just stay in in front of your face it's like the Kardashian effect only, yeah. it's because they only drop singles though right if you yeah, drop they, a lot of singles then you constantly have a release right. you drop an album it's like alright digest this before I give you anything new a right. single is like I'm giving you something new every week Exactly. Here you go. Here you go. Here you right. Go. And what I, but because I think, I'm still I here. think I'm still I here. think if, right here. if if they did that, if they went that route and put out an album and then and then went and took a vacation, yeah. you would forget about them. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. there would be another dude that sounds just like Uzi or or a uh, boat that comes out and make you forget about them. Yeah. So. And it's hard to listen to an entire album. Well, just an update: No college for Kendrick. No college. He, he was a straight A student. In so high he just school, he was just a dope straight A student in high dude, school. Because that dude is so like sometimes. Like, okay, mm-hmm. the thing about the album also that I like you, you guys both alluded to it was so unlike Pimp a Butterfly, right? Mm-hmm. This song, and it's it, and I'm not ignorant. I mean, whatever. But he made me. There were so many tracks that made me get conscious. Why cranking? Like I was I was in the gym to like be home yeah. with him. Like mm, hey. You know what I mean? Just rocking. I'm like, wait, did he just say that? No, no, wait, did he just say that? Yeah. Well, why did it sound like, you know, something that, I mean, like Bad Abuji, but it was so dope. You know what I mean, Jerry? It's like, oh, yeah. how, how, that, that was the thing about the album. It, it was, it made me so hip to like, I mean, what's going on in real life, especially in this country. But it didn't seem like I was in history class. It seemed like I was, yeah. I was rocking like different right. places. So exactly. That, that's what I appreciated about the album. Now, yeah. I will say, before I, you know, before I jump off. Mm-hmm. I want to be careful about putting the album now in the top five of all time or top ten or anything. Because I, in my time, I still believe that I've got maybe five albums better. But that's hard to say. And if you can put it in that conversation already, then Kendrick is is, is a beast already. It's like you know he's, he's like a beast already. Little Wayne said this way back, right? And when I, when Wayne said it, Wayne they was asking him who he thought was gonna be the next big thing, mm-hmm. and Wayne said it. And Drake, I know yeah, Drake got in his feelings, yeah, because that's when Young Money, I mean, uh, you know, Young Money was popping, but Drake was starting to get OVO off, you know. But like, Wayne said it. Kendrick. Wayne said, "Watch this kid Kendrick. He's gonna be something special." And and I think Wayne put a stamp on the generation. So for him to, you know, yeah. So. Okay, 
You yawning? Like, what you, know, what you, what you get into today? I just had dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was oh, that's right. Shout out. You man. You can't be having carbs before the show, bro. <laughs> can't be coming over here falling asleep. I had to hit your ass with the mic. Like, what's your fuck up? Gravy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He over here eating chickpeas yeah. and hummus <laughs> and falling asleep and shit in the chair. Chickpeas, you can do that, white. I'm like, splash. Throw that sprite in your face. Like, wake up, Bama. Red Bull gives you wings. Give me some wings. But definitely. Kendrick's album deserves to be in the, in the top 100. Uh, who produced you, it, by the way? That's a good question. Say, I don't know. Who, who produced the album? It was a lot of different. Actually, the cool thing is one of the uh, one of the one of the um, most popular songs from the uh, album was actually produced on the producer's iPhone. He produced the whole track on his phone. Get out of here! Which is super dope. Yeah, they've been talking That's about crazy. it big time. Um, but yeah, they uh, is it, he used a lot of different producers. There wasn't too many big name producers on. There's a lot of uh, kind of new and upcoming guys, which was dope. Of course, um, his vision played a lot into it. So I think it was it was very close knit, like the guys he used. Because if you listen to it, it just sounds so cohesive. And so I think the production was was super top notch. Um, but it wasn't really too many big names. A lot of different kind of you know newer guys. But if you look at it, there's a couple articles where they like name every. Yeah. Producing, I think I, it was a different producer for maybe. Can him song. and Drake coexist in the same, and they're like both at the top of that game. How, how, how are they coexisting and not and haven't reached that? Come on, like battle, man. Like, I, I think because I, I think there's space, there's space for everyone. Yeah. Now where where there used to be, there was only so many spots before. You know, it's 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 like getting on the bus. Before there was only so many seats. Now now the bus is. They're four times as long, so there's more spots and more room to marinate. And plus, I don't think I don't think Drake is is about that. I don't think he's about that life. That's what if if you pay attention, Drake is slowly transitioning from a rapper to a pop star. Yeah. Uh, he wants to be more of a you know making cool songs than actually making. Because when he came out, he was more of a backpack rapper. Right. And then he switched. Now he's more more of a pop star. So him and Kendrick aren't in the same in yeah. the same category, not in the same circle. They they don't have to coexist because they're on different planets. So I and that's, some that's the plan. When he, when he talked, you know, little greasy, you know, Kendrick's not killing anybody. I'm like, yeah, but to to come out and go at him when you're not in that lane anymore, yeah. like like you you took the off ramp to, you know, to to Popville. Yeah. Like you you're not you're not on on the on the hip hop highway. You you don't rap tough. He hasn't in a long time, and his last album. I'm gonna say I didn't like it. I don't. I don't. It was really nothing memorable Jake's about Drake's worse, last album. He's still getting more popular. It, it, I, yeah. Since nothing was the same. Since that was his last album that I I thought was yeah. really good. Yeah, I like that. Nothing since nothing was the same. same. Like right. that was the last album that. Since then, it's like I everything. Think, I feel like does he want to be from Barbados now? Uh, <laughs> I think Drake has finally reached the point where he's got the Beyonce effect, and what I mean by that is. Beyonce could put out an album of pure trash, and people will and love her it. fans are gonna not only buy it but mm-hmm. love it. And it's because her fans are to the point where they're just loyal. Whatever she does, they rock with it. And I think Drake has gotten to that point where the music doesn't even have to be great. That people are just like, oh, it's Drake. It's new. We want it. We want to hear it. He's become a point of reference. He's become a tastemaker to the point that whether people relate to or understand what he's put out, they're, they're gonna, gonna digest it. it. Yep. It doesn't because matter. He, he has the power to set the tone right now. Yeah. So. I mean, he, he definitely has reached Beyonce status. And I've said this, and people call me a hater. And, but 
when Beyonce put out that lemonade, it was people didn't even hear it and they were talking about how great it was. I'm like, yeah. you haven't even heard the right, song right, yet. Right. And you want to talk about how great yeah. it was. And I just I love dating myself, so I, I love taking it back in the day. But before you could really validate somebody's album, you used to have to hear it. Mm-hmm. You would hear one, maybe two singles before on the radio before the album came out. And you were like, okay, that's gonna that interests me enough that I want to buy it. But there's no there's no intrigue anymore. The album is there, like, and, and it's all a la carte. You can take what you want and drop what you don't. Simple as that. But um, yeah, I mean, the the, the internet has definitely broadened the world and made things easier and made the information you know put information at our fingertips, but. It's also opened us up to a lot of bad hip hop. But uh, speaking of opening up and uh, having that bad things come out, um, let's talk about the the dudes that I recently added to the all soft serve team with LeBron. Um, so that is uh, Lamar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry, yes, and I'm putting Isaiah Thomas on the All Soft Serve team too. I want to see the reason. That's a surprise. Okay, well I'll start with, with I'll start with Isaiah because he actually was crying after the, the Wizards stomped him out uh, last night, and his comments was uh, not saying that that's the reason we lost. Um, they did go on a 26-0 run, but the, the refs were allowing them to hold and grab and do all those things, I think especially in that third quarter. And then he goes on to say, I might have hit the ground five or six times. I'm not one that likes hitting the ground, so I think it's got to be called differently. Now, <laughs> to for a NBA player to say, I'm not one that likes to get on the ground. Pause. Especially being somebody that's realistically five nine, maybe five ten at best, you should end up on the ground going into the paint. You you should not be going to the going into the lane and still ending up on your feet. And he cried and cried, and I just think that he, I think he has bought into his own hype. And I mean, the dude is a great scorer. But he, I think he feels like he should get LeBron treatment, where LeBron could go and get sneezed on in the lane and gets the call, and and it's the right way, whatever it is, he's he is this generation's, you know, Omega superstar. So he gets those calls. Like, and I've said it before, Jordan got those calls, Kobe got those calls, so LeBron is going to get those calls too. But Isaiah Thomas hasn't arrived yet, and those comments right there put him as the starting point guard on my all soft surf team. Can, 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 uh, I, can wow. I can I take him off for a minute? Can I can I try to take him off? Yes. Because he this I remember a couple games ago, um what's the dude he's a 20. He plays for the Wizards. Marquis Morris. Marquis Morris is the reason why Isaiah Thomas is now in the all soft surf team. Why? Marquis Morris there was a little scuffle that was going on and yeah. he started coming out Isaiah talking big, blah blah blah. I remember yeah, Isaiah walking back to his to his, his bench. Right. Like, Mad as mug. For the next five minutes, he made Morris look like a straight up, I don't want to say the word, but he, every time in his face, he would look at him. Bust a three, look at him, going, going in on him. Mm-hmm. And that's, so him, 
you can't be an all star team if you have that DNA. But you can't you can't make excuses with John on bust your ass. But that's <laughs> he, what it was. He got the, he but got he, the, he's a dog. He's too much of a dog. He got the Chihuahua team. complex. That's yeah, what Isaiah yeah. Thomas has. He's the little man on the court. Yeah. And of course, I would most guys that are in that position, they're going to stand up. Yeah. But real talk, if it really came down to it. Yeah. He ain't about that life. He's like if, if Marquis Morris. Morris really wanted to like just put hands on him, yeah. Whoa, Isaiah, he, 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 he ain't gonna yeah. be about that well, life. I'm he telling you, he's an athletic dude though. Isaiah, 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 to go right in order to win a game. Yeah, and when those things don't go right, they don't win. You cry. And so, exactly. <laughs> when you don't get the, when those things don't go right, you're like, man, that should have went in our favor. The only thing you can do is say, hey, it wasn't that we didn't play our best game. It's those things didn't go right for us. So our sixth man didn't win the game for us. So you cry about it. I, I don't respect it. I don't, but I've said since before they got in the playoffs, hey, the way that they play the game is not sustainable. They play from behind, they gotta come back in the fourth, boom, boom, boom. They don't have a whole lot of depth. They're not a playoff team. I don't feel like they're gonna go too far in the playoffs. I was surprised that they made it past the first round. Now it's showing though, if things do not fall into place the way that they need them to. They can't really stack up. They're getting stomped out by the Wizards, my Wizards, and I, I'm not surprised. You can say that about the what, Spurs. What do you think, Coop? Mm-hmm. What you, what you think? Uh, do you think uh, Isaiah Thomas uh, should be removed from my all soft serve team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have yeah. known. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just right, because, so only because. I mean, I mean, the man has had. A, what uh, a tooth knocked out? <laughs> he's had, he's had a tooth knocked out with the nerves. They said too, and 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 he can we talk about that too? Like he got that fixed, and it does not. He's not getting fixed well at all. All right, like but look. Since so, so you want to jump on that, let me just let me let me just say this. He definitely needs a new all, Only could Isaiah Thomas go and get ten hours worth of oral surgery like that on like on demand. <laughs> And then the rest of us, we gotta wait till the next morning. After it got knocked out, they said, "Is there a doctor in the house?" Right, we we gotta call our insurance company, make sure it's covered. He needs to file them things because those things are not even at all. Andrew's like, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, he, I mean, he, he, of course, I feel like he was just whining. He was just whining. They got their ass beat. He wanted to like come up with something. To blame it on because you can't blame it on yourself. And the tragedy, he just wasn't going to. Yeah, I mean, I bet I'd rather have him blame it on the refs than say, well, you know, John Wall. If we had John Wall on our team, we had John Wall on our team, we would have won. Perfect segue there, new school, <laughs> to the other two members that I'm adding to the all soft serve team: Demar Derozan <laughs> and Kyle Lowry. For essentially saying that they would love to stroke LeBron off <laughs> just for the chance of playing with him someday so that they can win. Because apparently their team is not good enough to beat LeBron, so they basically just conceded themselves <laughs> and have given up forevermore and just yeah. hope that they're still playing when LeBron retires or 
suffers a major injury so they can have a chance. As a fan, and when you show up to the game, I wouldn't. Because that means you just want to make Honestly, 28 mil and go home. Yeah. So you don't care about, like, as a fan, I wouldn't show up. DeRozan's counting checks now. He is. If if he I is. had if I had one of those cash jerseys, it would be retired. Like, it would be, you know those little boxes at 7-Eleven where they take the clothes donations? Yeah. It, would, yeah. it would be in that joint. Wow. Quick, fast, in a hurry. I, I'd hang it on the, I'd tape it to the front door of the Goodwill. <laughs> You know, I, I, it would be gone because I couldn't be fans of cats that that have that mentality. Because I mean, so we've, we've all played sports, and as a competitor, I cannot, I cannot suck a dude off like that. Even if I'm, yeah. I'm in a competition with you too, like exactly, like, y'all just like got swept, and you're gonna hype up LeBron like that. And and I think like, we, I think what, the way he intended it was. Man, that team is some scrubs. The only reason they won is because, like, our team is better than them. If we had LeBron, we would have won. It's the way he meant it. But the way it came out was, man, like, LeBron's so much better than all of us that, like, we shouldn't have, we never had a shot at this anyway. We talked about that before the show about the passive aggressiveness. Yeah, I That's exactly what happened. They should have came out and been like, LeBron is is a superstar. The rest of their team is trash. Oh, I agree. (laughs) That's the way they should have handled it. But I think... Well, we talked about this as well. I feel like somebody on that team is trying to stay on LeBron's good side enough to the point that, hey, maybe you get a chance to play in Cleveland. Maybe you get a chance to play oh in the my. finals. Because maybe you Kyle get to do- Lowry <laughs> opted out of his contract and is going to test free agency. And I am I am willing to put money on it right now that I think the odds are that he ends up the backup point guard in Cleveland. But is he the, but is he the <laughs> he was only all-star last year? That's but the is crazy he the only part. person exactly. on that team that will answer the phone if they call? That's why I said somebody on the team. Him on the plane and stuff. They got to be roommates, like basically. Like at least. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I feel like there are a lot of people in in the league in general are like, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind the chance to play with LeBron. Let me stay on his good. Side. I'm just like, that's why where's Jeremy the competitiveness? Right. At? That's why Jeremy is. Where's right. the competitive spirit? I hate at? the NBA. Just about thinking about that. Yeah, but I mean, is. I mean, how, how do you feel about Atlanta? Do, do you think uh, Rosen, DeRozan, and uh, and Lowry deserve to be on my All Star serve team? They deserve. They should start. They should, they should be on that starting. Oh, they're, they're starting. LeBron Hall of Fame. But it's like T Mac would have never said Kobe is Kobe. You know, Kobe is the reason why we lost. No, not a chance. No, not Vince a Carter would have never said that. Even though Kobe was probably better. Jason Kidd, uh, even Steve Nash podcast wouldn't, wouldn't have said that in this town. So that's why the NBA is so disappointing. It's like everybody grew up sucking LeBron. I was like, when they play him, they're so show so like, Oh, this is LeBron. Oh my God, he's so he's so tall. Nah, he's so tall. Look at his muscle. Oh, he has he has a mean oh, tattoo. Is he going to dunk on me? I know I average twenty five points and I'm really nice, but I don't believe. I mean, because that's LeBron. Hey, so hey, don't, say, don't say everybody though. Not Russell. Okay, everybody. No, Russell. Yeah, because the funny thing is, this is the first time that I can remember hearing some somebody say that. Much less two dudes on the same team. Yeah, like they basically were walking off the floor together and yeah. be like, "Told that, you that I told you, bro." <laughs> even even <laughs> Paul jo- Paul George's team was some straight Paul trash. Straight, he's not but they made and it he, work though in the four he, games. Yeah, and he was he he didn't even say he was, he was just like, man, they should have passed me the ball at the end of the game. <laughs> I, I respect <laughs> that more than George. Yeah, and I, was, yeah. and I was a little bit salty when he said that, and I respect that way more than oh damn, we should have LeBron on that team. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just saying, where's your pride at? Where's your pride at? Exactly. For somebody to just stomp you. And then you just come up like, 
holding this person up here. Like, where's your pride, man? Where's your self respect? I told y'all before the show, if if I was Mr. DeRozan or Mr. Lowry, I would have been texting my son, call me as soon as the press conference is over. Because <laughs> we would have been having like a manhood talk. Call like, me I during I, the press conference. I would have been like, uh, excuse me, son, um, did you somehow accidentally put on your wife's panties before the game? <laughs> Because I think you should take them off and return them <laughs> to her and put on your boxer briefs and uh, find your nutsack. Yeah. Because to me, just, and, it, and like Ante said, it could have been taken out of context, but just the way that they said it, it was almost like they were happy. Like, <laughs> like, like they felt some sort of pride or silver like lining. We made it. Like we, we, <laughs> lost, we lost to the great one. And and that's okay. Like, no, get the hell out of here. It's like embracing the bullying school. Like LeBron wears a leatherman jacket, punches everybody, throws you in the locker, and you're like, oh my god, you know. I, I think, yeah. you know, I think I, I maybe like I, I can join his squad. Maybe I can get a, a leatherman jacket, and I can I, I can bully everybody else right. with LeBron. He definitely has their heart. He definitely has. Their but heart. you know, you know who has more heart than those cats? I don't know his real name, but the white dude on the on the Celtics, I call him Man Bun. Oh, Lennox. The one that Kelly uh, Oubre uh, uh, went check nipples to nipples with uh, a couple of games ago. <laughs> that dude is a throwback to me in that he sets hard screens and is kind of dirty. He's he's a throwback player to me, and I think he has more heart than DeRozan and Lowry because. I don't, I don't think I'll ever forget that. that I can comments. probably name 195 people with more heart than Rosano mm-hmm. Lowry. Yeah. Starting with my four year old niece. That is terrible. Now, mm. But in their, in their defense, though, too, we all know that they're not that type of player. That They're both not that type of. That's not like, the elite. Point. Like, the, elite the NBA. Thank you. Elite NBA players that we know. You know, like Steph Steph Curry, when they asked him, like, who's the best player in the NBA, he said, me. Yes. Like, right. Just like Russell will say it, Harden will say it, LeBron, Kevin Durant, LeBron has said LeBron it. Will LeBron say it. will say it. Like, they, like... they put themselves on that pedestal, you know? <laughs> they put the, they feel like they're better They feel like they're better than LeBron. Look, but that's, that's then, interesting, then there's though. there's that Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, if you ask me, I'd be like, honestly, LeBron. <laughs> like, could, could, like, could Kyrie really say it, though? Be like, could he say it? With LeBron on his team, you better. Kyrie, you think Ky- so? Kyrie you better feel yeah. that way. I, I, I know he did. Kyrie he used to. Kyrie he used to. It's, it's the same thing as Levar Ball. Like he's coming in saying that my son's better than this. My son. What do you expect a father to say? Right. Like if if we're all just sitting at this table, no mics, whatever, we're talking about our kids. Like, of course I'm gonna say, yo, my son's better than Steph Curry. Like he's better than everybody. The, because that's what you do. Like if I ask you who's the best out of us sitting here playing ball. You're going to say I'm the best. You well, gonna, you're going to say yourself well, yeah, is the best. I'm going to say what, I'm the best because I am the best. Exactly. That's the mentality you're supposed right. to have. But yeah, you got to believe that. that, though. You got to believe that. But that's the mentality you're supposed to have. Yeah. That, but, that's what's expected. But that, sh- that showed. It showed on the court because when you have games like they had in this series, that just shows that, that you have a lack of confidence because – you should not be scoring single digits because even if your if your jumper isn't on, you should be going hard into the lane, getting getting fouls, right. and getting to the free throw line and making your free throws. But Lowry did did the same thing last year in the playoffs. Yeah, he and DeRozan. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that's just kind of what they are. And the, and the sad thing is, they were they were the third seed in the East, and that's why I've been saying that 
the the path in the East is it's genius for the ball. No, well, that's why he'll never leave the East. I mean, he's essentially playing a JV schedule. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, it's no fault of his. Even the bad teams in the West are like a player away from like re- being like really good. Right. <laughs> like really like I, I respect Utah. Like, like nobody nobody yeah. is respecting Utah and, and yeah, and the Warriors Utah. are handling them as they should Expected. because they, they had no business really beating the Clippers. And I, I mean Blake Griffin's injury probably had something to do with that, but they went out there and earned it mm. and they're out there fighting their guts out. But I guarantee you that if if the Warriors sweep them tonight, I bet you you won't hear uh Gordon Hayward going to the, the podium saying, <laughs> um, Wow, well, I, I would love to play with that Steph Curry guy because <laughs> he's just he's just dominant and, and there's no way we can beat them as long as he's there. Like you you just you just can't you can't really say that. And and even though KD never said it, KD going to the Warriors to me effectively said that. What? That's what I was about to say. This is people should feel the exact no. same way as they did no. about KD going to play for the Warriors. How, it's the how same. Is it different? How how is it different? KD KD leaving KD leaving Russell. Russell, yes. It was him effectively saying it wasn't it wasn't people always try to put it on like him hating on the team. It wasn't the team, it was the fact that the general manager, they couldn't bring in anybody. They couldn't he 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 didn't have faith in the Thunder organization to build around him to compete with LeBron. That's fine. But why go to the Warriors? They were a champion. It gives them the best Chance to compete with LeBron. The Thunder were like, championship. They, they, they were but, competing with but the, the Warriors. But could, he couldn't compete with LeBron in the East. Like he could, go he, where, he could he could have gone to a team uh, in DC? the East. He could have came to DC. DC. He could have been in more or less the same situation. He could have he came if he came to DC. He could have came to DC. He could have came to DC. I'm saying you put you put KD on on the Wizards right now. They would be LeBron. They they probably probably, they they would probably have been number one or number two in the East, and would be meeting Cleveland in in the in the in the conference finals. But you also have to think though. I think the main problem he had with that was that John Wall's jump shot. And he probably felt that the the court wouldn't be spread enough. John gets him the ball, but but John John is a, a distributor. You put you put KD on that team what? with Bill, and they spread it out. John is averaging twenty assists a game because he was damn near. I, he I, was already averaging ten. I I think I think I think he would have went to the Wizards had the Wizards not like flopped out and flunked out like they did last year. No, if I, if it, if this was the the Wizards team that came this year uh-huh. and competed like they did last year, and they like the Wizards would have least needed to go to show KD something. Show you had to show KD that you guys are in a position to compete right now. No, no th- building, no next year, no like oh well, none of that. If you think about it, when he had to sign Beal, Beal was sitting out like 20, 30 games. This is the first yeah, season that Beal Yeah, this is right. the first season that Beal played all all like close to all games. Like you have to like I think between that, the the fact that they didn't make the playoffs, you're gonna leave the Thunder to go to a team that didn't make the playoffs? I mean, I didn't think about it like <laughs> like that. I mean that does make sense. I thought it had more to do with the fans lobbying for him. 
yeah. when he came to town, and they were basically. That was another thing he said. Like, he didn't want to take steps backwards. He he didn't want to play. He didn't want to come back to DC. Like he's already been to DC. Like he 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 doesn't even really like being in DC. Honestly, he said that before. I mean, that's why yeah. he. That's probably why he went to Texas. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get out of here." Yeah. I yeah. think what the Wizards showed KD was that we're one player away. And that player is you. What KD saw was what KD saw was I have to go here and be the man, and that's not what he wants to do. He doesn't want to go anywhere and be the man. He wants to go somewhere where he can play a role and win a ring, and that's why he's playing for the Warriors. And that's why he's on the he's a starter on Jeremy's all soft team. I personally hate KD for that move. Uh, I'm starting. No, I'm dead serious. I'm I am so sensitive <laughs> now that we're, we're talking about it because I, mean, I was just ranting before the show. The playoff sucks. This is this is one of the most uninterested, uninteresting NBA playoffs I've, I've seen in recent years. It's, it's like the Cavs are blowing everybody out in the war. It's like a, it's like a crash course. We know what's gonna happen. And like you said, like Jeremy made a great point. It's somewhat is it somewhat disrespectful for us to look at everybody else and be like, yeah, you're nah, you're not gonna make it. But let's leave. Yeah, it sucks. And it's because you can say KD ruined the NBA. I mean, worse than LeBron already did. Because of that soft move, mm. a dude is not going to beat me up on the playground, yes. and I'm going to go back home, think about it, you know what? I'm going to go draw him body so we can jump the oven in. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that's basically what it was. But, but it's, it's that's soft. interesting you say that. So I, I want to pose this question to you. Which was worse, KD to the Warriors or LeBron to the Heat? KD to the Warriors. LeBron did not go to the team that beat him, the best team in the league. The, That's true. If the th- listen, if KD stayed with the Thunder, they are still competing against the Warriors. It was a close series. They were up three. They should have won the series. So but, it's not like they were such a bad team. He's just what, a soft. But what we but what we also realized in that series was that more than ever, KD and Russell Westbrook could not coexist. They couldn't. It just doesn't work. We and we've seen. Don't act like we haven't seen the Thunder with all the weapons to win a finals. Still not winning. Go to DC. So, but that's I, what I'm saying. Go but, to another team. But I mean, again, so I, it's so you like logically, it just doesn't make sense. Like how? So, how do you even go to a team but, but that let, didn't make the playoffs? Let's guys. let's stay on the question. Which was worse, KD to the Warriors or LeBron to the Heat? I still got. I still have to say, as much as I dislike LeBron, I've got to say KD to the Warriors because KD did need to make a move. He needed to go somewhere. One of those two had to go, and it had to be KD. I felt like he needed to make a move. It didn't need to be to the Warriors. The Warriors didn't need any more weapons. I didn't think he was coming to the Wizards. I just didn't think that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. He should have went somewhere else, though. I think Boston would have been a great spot for him. Okay. Which was worse because because this is going to be difficult for you, Coop, because because it's, <laughs> it's got a, both your boys it's, it's, involved. Honestly, so are you gonna are you gonna crap on your a number one KD? No. Or are you gonna are you gonna crap on your it's on your mad thing. crash LeBron? I, I should I, I should take like a hard stance in this, but I honestly don't. see And don't it. say you can't yeah. can't choose. Say don't play it. that game. <laughs> it's not it's not that I, I can't both. choose. It's just but I don't I, I really don't think. First of all, all right. Let me let me say this disclaimer. I don't think. Either move was bad. Like LeBron had reason to leave. KD had reason to leave. But which one was less good? <laughs> Honestly, I just I, I like KD. I, I think LeBron's move was worse personally. Like, okay. Just because you, you, we, 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 we just keep hyping up this Warriors team like they're just some un. They won seventy three games. Big whoop. All right. But let's let's <laughs> let's let's keep let's keep. <laughs> big whoop. <laughs> 
Big Whoop. Oh, they were the best team Big of all time statistically one year. Oh. Do, you, do you know do you, how many times that has remember, been done? Do you remember when the Suns teams were winning? Were winning? Not, were number not 73. One overall? Not 73. They had like 60 something. What, what? It's 12 more games. Like, who cares? Like, it's 12. It's a big difference. I I, 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 huge I, difference. I, 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 don't, I don't think that Warriors. It was war- a 60 game the Warriors subtract KD and add Harrison Barnes. They're not like some unbeatable, unsurmountable team. They're not. They're not. They won the ship. They won. They beat an injured Cavs they team. They won the ship, Coop. In history, an I'm going to look back. Cavs and team. And they barely beat an injured Cavs team. Let's let's say there's, that. There's not going to be like they're an asterisk barely. beside that, though. There should they're, be. They're, they're the there NBA champions. Be. No. They should be. No, there you should can't be. say that. They beat KD. They beat KD. And... The, the Thunder. That no, they didn't. They didn't beat them that year. All right, but they didn't know. beat anybody that year. They beat the they beat the Pelicans with Drew Holiday, Tyreek Evans both out. They played the Grizzlies. Mike Conley out. <laughs> Mike Conley, Tony Allen out. Then they played the Clip. No, then they played the Rockets. Patrick Beverly out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Patrick Beverly out. <laughs> and then they played the Cavs. Kyrie out. Kevin Love out. And LeBron won two games by his damn self still. They almost lost that series. If Del Padova was black, honestly, they would have won that series. <laughs> 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 if Delhi like, was black. I knew something like that was black. coming. Like, wow. Like, like, like the racist. Warriors team, that, they, so, there's a, there should be a big asterisk by that championship. Okay. Uh, I feel you. You can, you can put that in, in your record book. So is, 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 that why you, is that why you're saying that the KD move – that the, the KD move wasn't um, that the KD move wasn't as uh, as big of a deal for you because you don't view the Warriors as yeah as unstoppable they're as everybody not else. Unstoppable, like honestly, yeah, they're not so they're, unstoppable. They don't have to be unstoppable. They just have to be the team that just beat you and kept you out of the finals. We're not talking about that team being unstoppable. We're talking about the bully that beat you up. The next day, you want to go to school and say, "Hey, man, let's join forces and beat up some more yeah. kids." No, I don't. I don't I think. Mean, I, yeah. me, me personally, I think I still think LeBron's was worse, just because of what it did to Cleveland. <laughs> because because David Stern set it up for him to get drafted by the Cavs. Yeah. And then he goes there. He takes them to the championship, even though they lost. And you're thinking, like, okay, this he's going to bring a championship to the mm-hmm. team, and then he leaves. So not only did he you know, burn Cleveland. Then he went and teamed up and did a boy band thing and and joined with uh, Chris Bosh and, and D. Wade. And, he got, and, you know, he, he got a couple of rings, and that's cool, but he also lost a couple as well. The KD thing, it, it does look bad to me because of the fact that it was the, it was the guys that he lost to. I think, me personally, I can't, I can't see myself joining that team. As as a uber superstar like KD is and 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 top five players in the game right now, he he should be in a place where he he is the man. That's that's just how I feel. And, and I think he's it, still the man. He's still the best player on the Warriors right now. Well, that, that's true. I mean, because when when he in the clutch, is on like, the team, they throw it to he he is like the number one option because mm. he's getting a ton of shots and Steph doesn't get as many shots. That's why when KD was injured. The team functioned differently because it was kind of like it's like oh well that that new piece we added isn't here we can go back to doing what we mm. were doing mm. but now that he's back they're having to account for him and his shots and and again I feel I just personally feel bad for Clay 
because <laughs> I think Clay gets crapped on, and I think Clay is a very good player. But with now he's the third option, the fourth option in some cases when they want to play a matchup with uh, with Green. So it's going to be interesting. But I don't. I don't think he was. I don't think he joined the Warriors thinking like. Damn, like the Warriors beat us, like we probably won't be able to beat them next year. I don't I don't think I think that like people always like got that wrong. He was like I think he was he's confident that they would have beat the Warriors if they played him in another series. Right. It was the fact that he wasn't confident that they would beat the Cavs in a championship series. Okay. With Andre Roberson playing, there's no way they could have beat the Cavs four on five. Like like that, the, like that dude should not be in the NBA. There's I'm no sorry. way they could have done it. There's no way. He like he would have, yeah. There's just no way. No, I mean so. that, that. I mean that makes sense. If if it's about making it to the championship and beating LeBron, then I can definitely mm-hmm. see like, hey, let's go load up in yeah. in Golden State. If you want to beat, sometimes if you want to beat up on somebody. Yeah, you got to tag team with some people that you might not like that much. But to but me, it, just, it 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 taints him a little bit just because as much as I held the boy band thing against LeBron, I have to hold KD accountable for that too. Because he he went and joined, like LeBron went and joined, uh, like uh, ninety eight degrees, but KD went and joined in sync. Like, <laughs> right, like KD went and joined like the boy band of all boy bands. But Chris Bosh is way better than Draymond Green to me, and I think Chris Bosh is better than Clay Thompson, and I think Dwayne Wade is better than Steph. For real, for real. When Dwayne Wade was Dwayne Wade. Okay. Dwayne Wade was that dude. You know what's funny? That whole little statement you just made, that was probably the first time since you joined the show that I didn't really want to just jump on you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I sort of respect that <laughs> statement because I'm sitting yeah. there, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, okay. Mm. I can vibe with that. So, I can see so that. Like, waiting for it to LeBron go joined, right, I was waiting for the yeah, shoe to drop so I could get on his ass. What LeBron joined was like way better than what Katie. Katie joined a great regular season team. But honestly, like if the if that Warriors team like if they came back this year with no KD, like it's not one hundred percent that they were going to go back to the finals. Right. Like if they have, if they would have had to play a a nice Spurs team, or if they would have had to play a KD a, a Thunder with KD team, it's not. It's no guarantee they would have came back. Hey, all I know is, at some point, somebody's going to have to challenge the the Warriors. And the Cavs in their respective divisions, and if if somebody's going to challenge the Golden State Warriors, I hope it is my Los Angeles Lakers. I don't even think somebody has yeah, to challenge them. Far away from challenge. I don't even think somebody has to challenge them. It's just the money's got to catch up. At some point, they're not going to be able to keep all these players. Somebody's going to get tired of taking a pay cut. They're going to want to get a check. Somebody's going to leave, throw off the balance, and it's going to. I think it's going to be Clay. Oh yeah, I mean, I feel like Clay's going to also want to be a number one somewhere. Well, you know what? Clay can come and play for the Lakers like like his daddy did, and team up with the possible number one draft pick in this one in this year's NBA draft from UCLA. Lonzo ball, 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 ball. Is he, is he going to hand out the shoes to everybody on the on the team? Should we elect him to the Hall of Fame just already? Like, <laughs> for Lonzo? Like, well, he's, not, so. he's not already in? <laughs> like, yeah, like, I think, I think he, he should get one. Uh, he should get a half a vote. Like, just, just for what he's done at UCLA. Like, let's just put him in. First, like, no like, ballot Hall of Fame. <laughs> but um, segueing into, um, you know, more Lonzo ball talk, 
um, his daddy launched his shoe. And uh, it's called, what is it called again? The the ZO2. Yeah. And the price point is at $495 pre-order. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think LeVar Ball bumped his head with the price point. But, and, and everybody has been hating on him, and they talk about the shoe is ugly and it sucks. That shoe is better than da- Damian Lillard's shoe, and it looks better. It, better it, than looks, Steph it, it looks better than than the, the Steph Curry dad uh, sneakers, and it, and, it, and it looks better than James Harden's shoe because Adidas has been killing dudes' feet for a minute. But everybody's been hating on him because I think people hate Levar Ball so much, and he's so outlandish and he's conceited and so forth and so on. But the spin I want to put on it is I don't think we should hate on him in as far as this, this shoe goes and here's why because even though his demands were outrageous when he went to Nike and Adidas and Under Armour and all, and all those the, the big boys in the shoe game even though his demands were outrageous he could have let that kill his, his vibe and just kill his dream but like you know what this we can't get this done he went the opposite route and said, you know what? I don't need the big boys. I'm going to do it myself. And um, like Ante was saying, he, uh, he had 100 and how, how much was it? He made 150 k the first day. $150,000 in pre-sales the first day. He only sold 300 pairs of shoes, they said. I mean, three hundred dollars I mean, at four ninety five a clip, though. Yeah, man. That's, I think he's definitely going over quality over quantity. He definitely yeah. would. You know, he can sell less shoes and make. <laughs> yeah, right. But what I'm saying is, I, I think people are hating on on the shoe before ever even. I, I mean, I, th- I think we're I hate all the color. Bright. I hate the color. It just throws it off. It's black. Maybe, maybe not, but it just—it's <laughs> too. It's ugly. It makes because when you look at the shoe, like you said, I it's think black. like I would. I would rock that Jordan play. Yeah, maybe it was them. white and something else, or like another color. It just the, just like I'm the, sure. I'm sure he'll have other colorways. But the, the the thing about it is, without him, without the backing of Nike or Adidas or whatever, he didn't have the capital to to put you know go on a, a grand scheme. Produce of, it before, in a, right? It looked like you like uh, shoes you. Were wearing so that's why he's doing, he's doing the presale. So people pay it now, and then he'll use that money to. You know, so you see get, it, to, get the shoe created more. You see it right, more like, and that's what that's what I'm saying. I I think as much as as much as we're hating on him, and I I do think the price point is bad, especially for him to come out and say, well, if you can't afford it, you're just not balling. <laughs> I, I think he. I think we should hate on him for missing the opportunity to show young entrepreneurs, especially young black entrepreneurs. The, the power of of doing your own thing and that it is it is possible to start your own shoe company without the big boys and he could have priced it to where because if it does take off and Lonzo is a is a baller and, and the shoe becomes popular are, are kids going to be getting killed over these shoes I think to your point I think it does do exactly what you're saying he should have taken the opportunity to do I think we're gonna re- we're gonna start to see a lot more people coming out doing their own thing uh, because of the way that that the world is set up now you can market and build and grow anything yourself right and so you don't necessarily need a Nike you don't necessarily need an Adidas in order to be a success right um, 
and, and so I think this is going to actually open the door and show a lot of people that, hey, these big boys are out here, but just because you sign, if you sign a $100 million deal with Nike, guess how much of that, guess how much they're getting? If they're willing to give you $100 million, right. guess how much they're getting? What if I told you you could make more than $100 million and keep all your money? You ain't got to listen to them. I mean, yeah. I think it opens the door for a lot of people. And it's just like we're talking about how ugly the Steph Curry shoe is. We all agree, man, those are some ugly shoes. Right. It was the highest selling shoe. When he was when he was killing it and winning MVP, it was outselling LeBron's. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't the know Under that. Armour Steph Curry. So if Lonzo comes out and he's killing the game, right? Mm-hmm. He, I think his his dad is making it more than a basketball shoe. It's more of a lifestyle shoe. You go and spend five hundred dollars on Balenciagas. You go spend five hundred dollars on well, not you, but I'm saying <laughs> there's a market for that. No, I feel you. There's there's these. I was just looking on the way here that. Uh, 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 Margellas, they got these shoes, these sneakers. They're literally just a ripped up pair of sneakers that they're selling for fourteen hundred dollars. Like yeah. ripped up, holes in them. Like I you can see Kanye. your socks. Th- so I'm just <laughs> like, if he's selling it, is he? If he's selling it more as a lifestyle product rather than yo, where these to play ball in. I get what he's doing. I think it's going to inspire a lot of other people to go after themselves. Look at the t-shirts. The t-shirts are like seventy bucks for a Hanes t-shirt with BBB bucks. on the front. Really? That's, yeah. That's how much it is. But if, but you look at Supreme. Yeah, that's selling a white same, t-shirt same with a red thing. sticker on the front. Yeah, What's it like three hundred dollars? or something? People are standing outside. And people are standing outside for. <laughs> I stand outside for. So why should we get upset with this black man? For pushing his black son I, to be to aspire to these things, go for it, man. Yeah, he has a good Price point. Can I can, I can I can I can I say why? Yes. Like what he's doing, like our, our show here, we we're trying to get barbershop talk. I mean, wouldn't we will say we're in that same field of entrepreneurs trying to get this thing up? We're right? grinding, yeah. Now, Jeremy is not going to be on Facebook Live and say, yeah, you know, Barbershop Talk, you know, if you don't get this money, you don't belong on this show. Or the, you know what I mean? We get... No, then, nah. then you make me root against you. Then, you, then you're not showing that... Listen, if, if, if his approach to the public or to the urban community, whoever the audience was, was different, mm-hmm. I think... Uh, forget 300 sales on the first day. He could have... He could have... It's, per, it's the perfect timing to be a patriot right now. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. the perfect timing to be a patriot right now. People mm. are aware. You come out and saying, you know, if you can't afford the shoes, then, you, then you're basically telling me that, ba- I mean, my mom couldn't afford for a $400 pair of shoes. I mean, that was a quarter of a paycheck. So with his approach, it's not. But I understand the black yeah. business owner. Like I went to a, the first one of a, a black business owned restaurant in DC this uh, this this uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. It was it's like a New Orleans kind of theme. My cousin told me about it and I appreciated it. I, I wouldn't buy the shoes. And remember, I'm the, I'm a ball fan. I love the dude. Like I mean, because you do, talks. I do. You certainly do. But I'm a person who, like I said, I I appreciate business. I appreciate the hard work of building something. Dude, inspire us. Don't make us feel like I'm not in your class. But you're not his audience. But what what you got, Coop? I think, though, that, I mean, he has a good point. Like, I can't afford $495 shoes. Honestly, I'm not I guess falling. I'm not a falling. Like, yeah. I'm not falling. It makes sense. I'm not falling. Like, but I'm not but falling. again, you're, you can say that. You're comfortable enough to say that, and, and, and you can embrace that. But there are a lot of people that can't. And um, my boy um, David uh, just chimed in on Facebook Live. He said that people buy exclusivity. It's not about product or quality. It's about being able to have something that everyone else can't. And and, and, and but, generation. Yeah. But by LeVar Ball saying 
you are not a baller if you can't buy have these shoes. You know what? You know what that's putting in the mind of a consumer. I, I need to have these shoes to be a baller. Yeah. As dumb as it sounds, yeah. there are people that will sit here and say, "Oh, well, forget him. Those, those shoes suck." But let people start walking. People around them start walking around with them on, well, and be like, "Like, oh, like you got, oh, you got those uh, <laughs> those OG Jordans on. Like you, you got the." You know, you got the, the taxis like, on. Okay. <laughs> you know, you got the space jams on. Like, oh, uh, okay. But isn't that wrong? Like, isn't that killing our courts? No, but like that's business. No. That's business. No. I mean, but, then are we saying Jordan is good for what? Because Jordan has kids in sweatshops. I don't. Just like Nike. I, Nike. All, so all, but look at what people are I mean, just concentrating on. But look at what people are paying resale for Yeezys. Yeah. Look what at is, what people what are is, paying. What is, buy, people oh, buy resale, resale? Two resale. bands right you can't, now. You cannot get a pair at $300 unless you know somebody. You're just not. Because you can sit down the app as soon as they release them and hit well, buy, and they're going to be sold out. It, well, you're not, not inspired by ignorance, and so, Like, not what, truly inspired. $2,000 I think the problem is with what you said, Landis, is that, oh, he needs to make it affordable. So basically what you're saying is... His audience has to be the urban community, and the urban community just cannot afford this. And that's not the case. Why can't why can't he aspire to be something greater? Because again, like I said, if you go if you go into Neiman Marcus, right, you want to buy some some Gucci joints. They're not they're five hundred dollars probably going to be the cheapest pair. Yeah. Price it at four hundred, but don't tell me that I'm because I'm not a boy. Is your is but how you're like, coming? But like, like but like, 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 like that's, that's the, the price, truth. Price right. it at four hundred, but, but I'm saying, but obviously you, you're not the where, audience. Where some where some people might take that as an insult. There's there's probably some thirteen year old kid right now in in suburbia somewhere that loves Lonzo Ball, that wants to be Lonzo Ball, that is yanking on his mom, on his mom's purse saying. Mom, I need these shoes because I want to be a baller like Lonzo Ball, and I, it, as jacked up as it is, yeah, for him to what say it, me wrong about it, 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 just... it, it does rub me wrong. But from a business standpoint, mm. nobody else, like everybody else, is doing that. Just like we, we talked about, like yeah. like Yeezys don't need to be three hundred dollars. Like it's literally a piece it, of cloth. It, I guess it's, it's right. just business generation. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's just, and that's exactly what it is. But I think if you got, I don't know if you guys know a lot about sneaker culture, but. Five hundred dollars for a pair of sneakers is not like unheard of. It's, that, no, it's that's not. not a crazy amount of money for a pair of shoes. Not at all. It's not. For, not, not for and a I think head. people want for him to be some kind of uh, uh, activist or culture. Like, man, you need to be Stefan Marbury and put your shoes and pay less. Like, he can price his shoes where he wants. The market that he's going for isn't the average consumer. Mm. Right. It's not, and, it, and as average consumers, you want to feel insulted because, man, he said I'm not a baller, but you're not. Like Coop said, you're not. What you gonna get? You gonna get a, now? You can't handle the truth. Now you can't handle the truth. I can't buy five hundred dollars, and if I could, I wouldn't. Right, but, but that's me. Exactly. Yeah, like my, like my boy was saying, he his market is people that can afford it because all it's gonna take is let's just say somebody influential, like let's just say Kylie Jenner. Gets gets a pair of those joints and she starts snapping them on Instagram. Those game joints over. are going to sell. Game over. It's going to be game over for that shoe because he would have got it on, and he might just give her a pair and be like, "Hey, you don't just, think he sent her some already?" Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you, you, you do that just to get the influencers. Hmm. There, there are people that follow Insta, Instagram trends like it's their life. Yep. And as as sad as it is, so you look at it now and you say, okay, well, the shoes are $495. Mm-hmm. But once this wave is done, 
he's going to come out with a more affordable line. Watch. I hope so. And, and it's going to be something that's on par with LeBron's or Jordan's in, in terms of price. And people are going to run to it because they're going to be like, oh, I can afford that 180. I would not be surprised if there's some companies out there calling LeVar Ball now and offering him a job, offering him a position, a high up position in their company as far as marketing, as far as sales. Because the man is a genius. He understands the way the market and the world economics work on a different way. Right. Then he should. And I don't know what he's, I don't know if he's, you know, college educated or whatever. Right. But for the way that, that he understands and implements things is genius. And like I said, he's just going after a different market. Because again, if he's going after the market that can afford a $100 pair of shoes, this might be the only $100 pair of shoes that they buy the entire year. Yeah, yeah. But if you can afford a $500 pair of shoes, you might buy four of these in a month. Hey. That's and, just the and, market that he's going resale. for. Just, and resale. Just from a math. That's the market he's going for. Just the numbers on it, just from like a math set. He, he he had to scam three hundred. He only had to scam three hundred people to make a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in sales. Now, if his shoes were, if he was selling his shoes for fifty dollars, he would have had to scam three thousand people. Literally ten times as much people. Exactly. You gotta say scam. You don't have to say scam. I guess you guys are looking at it. Everybody. Everybody. I guess it's, it's a logical standpoint, and I'm being like the the. the Freedom writer kind of guy, like that's the. I'm always, like, I guess I'm seeing it from a moral standpoint and how I feel like I I would push a personal business. Like if I had a shoe, like I would I I would do it in another way that I feel like would like Kendrick. He should do it a Kendrick way. Like, inspire me in the way like bro. Let me <laughs> no. Let not, me yeah. let me say yeah. I'm I want Levar. I mean, cause I'm I love Levar Ball. Let me support that shoes. Like so that's and y'all seeing it from the the, the check the check and which is not wrong because from a, it's from business. A, yeah, from yeah. a pure business standpoint. Yeah. But I get what you're saying because where I don't agree with it per se is that I think he missed an opportunity to do something different. He could have made a, a more affordable shoe, but at the same time, if if he priced his shoes at fifty dollars, mm-hmm. nobody would want them. But how is that different than and ones? How is that different from the Starberries? How is that different from the yeah, Shacks? People have tried it's that. It's been yeah. done. People and right. nobody <laughs> wants them. <laughs> exactly. So, like, so how is that different? But that's what I'm saying. But yeah. when when you add the hype around him and his kids, mm-hmm. and you put that price point on it, you are you are pri- he is basically pricing it to, to be popular. And he is in Los it Angeles. They're from Los Angeles, does, right? Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It Every follows moment. everything that everything he does. Everything he does if he is hyped over the his top. sons this uh, up this much and then sold their shoes for fifty dollars. Now he's shortchanging his sons. Right. You said they were the greatest. Why they weren't fifty dollars shoes? Like it follows every everything he does is strategic, and I feel exactly. like it all follows. It all lines up. But it's expected. Why did Why did him and 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 the young balls get caught rocking Jays and Adidas on the sideline? Like, don't you think if you got your own shoe company? That you should be rocking your brand because I don't, I don't think, think the I don't think they got any major. I don't think the owner McDonald's. So, so like no, the only pair they got is the ones that the only ones they that they made were the ones that what the only ones that that they have or the ones that Lonzo wore in the little commercial that he made. You gonna you gonna see Diddy rocking Sean John? Yeah. Like it's rare back hmm. back in the day when they was cool to wear the big old suit. I mean the yeah. blue. <laughs> oh, the velour joints. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm Ballor sure Rockerwear is yeah. still around. You think Jay Rockins and Rocker? Rockerwear is right at Ross. That's all think, day long. You I think guarantee Jay wearing anything that's at Ross. I guarantee nah. you the owner. Yeah, the owner of McDonald. He eat. He but on a bad day. He eats that like Seamus on a bad day. Like that's, the, that's different though. Yeah. I mean, to to me, I think because I they said the same thing about uh, Kanye. 
They saw him rocking J's when the Yeezys were out. Not, it's not to say that you got to wear your shoe all the time, but I'm thinking to myself from a marketing standpoint that if, if I'm coming out with a shoe, I'm going to wear it out and let the people see it because that video that was on uh, slam.com uh, or whatever, like, yeah, you got to look at it, but if people could get close to it and see it with their own eyes when he's out and about, yeah. I think that generates more buzz. Yeah. But, I, I mean, that's just me. I, I, I'm, I didn't major in, in marketing or anything. So, yeah. But I just know that if, if I had a sh- shoe brand, yeah. I, would be, I would be wearing that shoe brand. Every day. Yeah. Honestly, they probably really only have that one pair that I made. <laughs> and they pass it around. Really Can I wear them tonight? <laughs> nah, it's your brother's turn. Like we all wear the same size. Pair, like it's kind of like LeBron in that Kia shoe, commercial. Bro. I still want to see. I want to go to LeBron house and I want to see that Kia in that. Oh, I was the same way. Ain't no I way. See that, I want to see that Kia. Has no Kia. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot. What would be the and point? the fact that he even said it in the commercial? I'm sure you're probably thinking LeBron doesn't drive a Kia. Damn right you don't. <laughs> of course. Don't get no, me wrong. Like, I, I like Kias, but yeah, if you're making that much money, you're not buying no. They probably gave him one, and he probably gave it away. He probably doesn't even want that scene in his driveway. Like donated it or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. or gave it to a family member. Come on, LeBron. You know I need a car, man. I got just the thing. Right. <laughs> the one who's got this, jail, this the brand new got Kia Sorento. <laughs> I told you I was going to hold you down, man. I thought you were going to get that business up. What is right, this? Right. He bring his cousin to the crib, open up the garage. I'm like, he thinking he about to get the Bentley or something. Yeah. Like, like but, uh, <laughs> he thought it was. But, he, but at least he puts a brand on new Kia. Hey, I would just throw that cousin. I'm like, bro, like, bro, you got me. Like, nah, nah, bro. I'll take it. Like, nah, I'll take it. Nah, bro. I'm like, thank you. Zero miles on it. Go sell that I'm thing. I'm ungrateful. Nah, you were you were worth almost half a billion dollars now, bro. I've been riding with you since. <laughs> I've been he riding. Said, with, I'm ungrateful. Yeah, you been. I've been riding with you since when you were shooting at the middle school and you want to give me a. a I was 2017. He probably gonna give yeah, you a I was kid. with you at the gym. I was I was passing the ball. Trunk with you. trunk shooting. full of shoes. You probably yeah, be I wanna, straight, I want a Bentley. I want a Jaguar. Nah, I take. Give me that kid. Nah, I'll take it. I would say all that, but then I'll take it and leave. Mad. Leave mad. Slam it off. And it better be a full tank of gas in here. Hey, what what size shoe y'all wear? Can we can we can we I mean it's 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 four of us. Can we can we split a pair of the of the of the ZO twos? And, and, just like, and just share it, just rotate. I'll call I'm Saturdays. Like, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm putting my bed in now. I call I want, Saturdays. I want Friday. Saturdays. Casual Fridays at work like a flaw. I want Monday just to piss my boss off. Because we're not allowed to wear shoes like that. And I hope like, I don't know if I have any Don't get fired, man. Yeah. Actually I love my boss. Great woman. Yeah. You, uh, don't be calling LeVar Ball being like, Hey, your shoes got me fired. He ain't, now, he ain't gonna help you out. Pairs. He's like, You're not a baller enough to do something about it. He's, like, he's gonna be like, Thank you for the purchase. Have a good day. <laughs> it's gonna be a recording. <laughs> right, exactly. You have reached LeVar Ball. If you have reached this line, you must be a baller. You bought the ZO2. Look, if you're looking for a refund, you are not a baller. <laughs> LeVar Ball is the type of dude that you know, will get you riled up for like a rally and don't show up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like, like Lauren Hill? Yeah, like <laughs> basically. All right, we've gone too far. <laughs> you're not going to disrespect. You're not going to do that. Yes, I'm going to do it. Cause she didn't, she didn't, she didn't pull. You are not gonna disrespect L Boogie like. Hey, that. if if we're ranking the list of of no shows, it's DMX <laughs> and then Lauren Hill. DMX probably Chief running through, through a yeah, hotel naked somewhere. Uh, Lauren Hill just be going through some things, man. Come on, you can't disrespect. Oh, but X can't be like going that. through some things too. <laughs> that was a, that was by X, choice. X be, X be going through. Uh, 
uh, through processing. Hey man, X gonna give it to <laughs> you. Right, that's it. That's hey, all. Man. Man. <laughs> and when he finally gets there, when he finally gets there, he's gonna pray and like have everybody in there crying, and then he's just gonna go in the man, mother. What? Yeah. You never heard DMX pray. Listen to that joint. Like everybody in the place will be like crying. Hey, everybody go and find a video of DMX praying. Chief Keith didn't show up to his fifties and his video went fifty. And Wiz Khalifa showed up. He didn't show up. He was too drugged up. So Chief Keith is famous for that too. In the new in the new generation, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't show up to show. Chief Keith is not famous, so that doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 marginal. The the name is. Is familiar, but he's definitely not. He's definitely not famous. <laughs> we are the plan. Do we have to look up Chief Keith now? Like, we have to yeah, I think so. Had his, had his, Chief had his time. That's that's like me going to uh, a ten-year-old kid now and be like, "Hey, uh, have you heard about the new Walkman that just came out?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, huh? What is that? On the go, right? Like, get out of here. You can store your tapes in your fanny pack. Wait, but hey, man. So did y'all see that Joe Budden interview with Yachty though? Yes, I loved it. Did you see it? Honestly? I have not. Nah, like, I haven't heard of he it. was he was going off. I think I heard something about he was going yeah. off on him. Right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, cool it was I don't know. It was just it was funny just because Joe Budden was so mad. <laughs> he was so <laughs> mad. Like, here's, here's my thing with Joe Budden. He starts stuff with people to try to gain re- re- relevance. Yes. Like he did the same thing with Drake. Like he he beefed with Drake. Drake didn't respond. So then he tweets him every day like, "Hey Drake, listen to my diss track. Hey Drake, I dissed you. Mm. Hey Drake, listen to me. Hey Drake, I'm over here. Hey Drake." And it's just like, and then after he did the beef, he told Drake he felt like he wasn't progressing. He beefed with him. He put out the diss track. He tweeted him. Then a few days later, he's like, "Yeah, man, I would love to collab with Drake. I think he's a phenomenal artist." And it was like he's doing all of this like to gain exposure. So can we really say next week he won't be like, "Yo, I got this song coming out with Lil Yachty. You know, I got God, my Nautica gear not, on. I'm doing." <laughs> I, I hope even he's a flip I hope flopper even to Joe me. Budden I just can't has, respect. It. I hope Joe has some kind of standards. Uh, he did make Pump It Up. Since I was about to say, pump, since Pump It Up, that joint was up. live back then. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey, when I told, when I told my kids to see you guys served in a movie, then that joint came on. Man, there, was, there was group Pump 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 Pump. Man, we was in the theater going for it. You know, now it's a little different. But is he know. like? Is he like? Uh, what's the guy? Is like the is like the right there thing? Like the one hit wonder. Because Joe Budden apparently is a great nurse, but Joe Budden is not. It's like Papoose. Papoose will always be one of the greatest, like, you know, wordplay guy, but I would never buy a Papoose album. Papoose. Shout out to Papoose Liberian. I found that out today. It's my guy. No, <laughs> yeah, pa- Papoose is definitely ill, but yeah, he's definitely on he's that. He's more of a battle rapper. Too. Yeah, he's more of a, a Nobody wants to beef with that dude. Yeah, because he, he, he would. Yeah, bars for days, but no, I agree. I wouldn't listen to a whole album. That's that's kind of like Troy Ave for me. Every time I see Troy Av, I'm like, really? Like, you really still hanging on? <laughs> like, like this cat should be like, this cat should be bagging groceries at at the teeter. Come on, man, Come on, man. you can't. Do nah, that. And I mean, I'm not saying that he he doesn't have it. ability, but like, he's he's gonna he's gonna and we're gonna turn around and he's gonna be 35 and he's gonna like have that hit single, and it's gonna be too late then. Just so the the disrespect. Oh, it's, it's, it's straight disrespect. I'm just nah, Jay. You should have nah, you should have seen Paul. you like you like Troy. I mean, I respect what he's doing. I respect what he's doing. I mean, he's grinding. I can I can definitely respect That's that all Jay, day long. Don't be a don't be an NBA nah. player. <laughs> Stick to it. I love when I love Jeremy status is on in the morning. 
So please stick to it. If you feeling that way, today, oh no, please. I mean definitely. Like, yeah, like nah. it, it ain't it ain't no it ain't no game. Like I could see Troy have at the teeter, and he could be bagging my groceries. I'd be like, yo, you, you're some trash, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I res- I respect your grind. I mean, yeah. you know, keep the dream alive. <laughs> you, you know, but um, can we can we talk about this uh, Chris Brown and um, can we talk can we uh, can we talk about Chris Brown <laughs> slapping our Frank Ocean? What is with Chris Brown? Like, was that was that, that recently? Was few, no, it was a few years. Wait, back, okay. Oh, because I was yeah, and that was over like a parking space or something at a recording studio. Damn, what is the is that what's what's the rap game with the R and B game about now? R and B thugs, man. Hey, That's R&B, what it is. Honestly. The people who sing might go a little bit higher. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, yeah, you you might you might be right. Like it's it's close. Well, spe- right. well I mean, especially when you're talking to Breezy, you know, Breezy about that life. That's yeah, put some respect <laughs> on his name. Breezy's all put wild. Some, you better put some respect on on Breezy's name. If you're man. a chick, yeah, Breezy's all wild. You're a chick or a gay dude, he gonna. Be- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I'm terrible, sorry. man. Too hey, too Rihanna too forgave him, man. She still loves him. I'm just saying. So many women. We'll we'll have to do a segment on like uh, domestic violence or something sometime. But <laughs> no, it, I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of funny. Like when you see the domestic violence commercial. On that note, like, 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 we're gonna have to cut the show. I don't know what yeah, it's hey, like. Make, people, make sure you edit that part out because yeah, uh, we gotta wrap that up. No, that was okay. Yeah, y'all trying to get yeah. Because I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to hear it, but I don't. I don't want everybody to hear it because. I wanted. I just want to know what your thought process is on that one. You had to filter that one. That's one of those ones where you go lock the barbershop door. Like, hey, we don't don't want the wrong person. Somebody come pick their son up, and 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 you in here talking about you laughing at domestic violence commercials and stuff. And because there's never a commercial with a woman beating a dude, so we all know how that goes. Can we? Would you? Would you want to see a commercial like that though? Honestly, that happens. Like the woman, no, real guy, real talk. I would, man, because dude. There are dudes out there that are getting their ass whooped by their wives. You should do a commercial. They ain't never gonna be, say nothing. For like the guys who, yeah, but they're not gonna they're not gonna say nothing. This, this one dude was on the news. They say he went to the police and the police laughed at him. I'm like, you better learn yeah. how to bob and weave, man. Right? You better learn like, how to duck. It could be verbal abuse too. I feel like this okay. is that is that is true. <laughs> that is at the true. police station. Hey guys, hey, wait, wait right here. Hey, everybody, come here. Y'all crazy, man. All right, I'll say it again. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, close things out um, on this episode of the Barbershop Talk. Uh, definitely want to shout out everybody that chimed in on the Facebook Live uh, tonight um, for me and Landis and and uh, for the Barbershop Talk uh, Facebook page. Uh, always want to shout out uh, Martino Savage over there uh the elite athletic uh, performance. My yep. man is out there gaining red skin clients by the day. It is over. At Martino's Ash- made it. I, Beach. I hate to say that dude is made it, but it's, it's yeah. <laughs> he on his way, man. The, sad, the, the factory is, is and, and I humbly mean that too because I've seen like the, the stages and, and he is really an inspiration to see how much TJ has accomplished. Right. And him, Thomas, everybody. And yeah. he's and he's and he's humble and he's and he does boot camp. So don't think that he's like on some uppity stuff where he doesn't work with, you know, us mere mortals. He you know, <laughs> he he has boot camps, you know, during the week. So y'all check him out. It's uh at uh, Elite Athletic uh, Program dot com and uh, check them out on Facebook. So go get, out to go the, get your sweat on, get it tight. Especially all, all you milfs out there in uh, in Ashburn. He, he, he's located in Ashburn, real close to y'all. So go ahead and get it in. Uh, I'll be by there with t-shirts. Um, <laughs> Shout out to the uh, Ricardo Report um, Barbershop Talk. We uh, 
you know, we're connected with them now. So me and Jamar are going to be hitting the high schools in, uh, in July and doing the preseason um, of Virginia High School. Oh, yeah? You're just bringing that on us now? Oh, no. I mean, Good job. Well, I mean, <laughs> Jerry always yeah. does. Love it. But, no, yeah. I mean, him and Coop. Breaking news. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> Coop and I, we, this is an idea because we, we figure with time, you know. Uh-huh. We, yeah. And you, man, you the wrestling association nah, president. I'm yeah, get out of here. I'm just messing with you, man. No, exactly. I mean, I, so, I, I agree. I, so, I shout out to the Carter Report yeah. because they're basically uh, Southern, Southern Maryland and D.C. So, he, you know, Chad uh, wanted us to start, you know, incorporating our high school football now into yeah. our stuff. So, we appreciate the support. Shout out to Chad. My, my man, my man got an all American suit game. Yeah, oof. like I don't think I've seen him in the same suit yet. Nah, and he's he stays on Twitter. So, <laughs> yeah. and his, his closet sports, is deep. Man. Oh yeah, the one of the most humblest dudes fashion. you ever meet. And uh, Ante, why don't you go ahead and, and shout out? You know your your biz, your studio. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I was gonna, you like look puzzled. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm like, gonna say, oh, that business. Yeah, yeah shout out, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to uh, my recording studio slash uh, production company, Verizon Music Group. Uh, you can find us on the web at www.verizm.com. That's V-E-R-I-Z-I-M dot com. Uh, recording, mixing, mastering, production, anything you need, we got you. Yeah, Dan. And uh, Coop, you got anybody, anybody you want to shout yeah, out? Yeah, I, I was just thinking that. I need some shit to shout out. You go ahead and put a list together. Shout, shout out Playboy and, Cardi. And we'll, we'll, get, we'll get back to you. Out, but I'm going to start shouting it out soon, though. Shout out random things. Yeah, I just, I just want to uh, show love out to um, you know my my other radio fam, uh, the, the Rock D Rogue radio fam. Um, those of y'all that don't know, I got a little side thing going on, a little relationship podcast. It's called Real Life with Jay Lee. Uh-oh. And, uh, you know, I'm... Get I'm, hit. Yeah, man. I'm, Get I'm, hit. I'm giving that advice. You know, it's not just about, you know, married couples and all of that. I'm, I'm going to tackle friendships and, and uh, child and, and parent relationships, family relationships. It's, it's all about relationships and how we deal with each other on a regular basis. And... If you catch me on Facebook on Thursdays, Thursdays is is Curves Day. <laughs> curves Day. You know, much love to all the curvy women out there that uh, aren't getting enough love in, in, in the publications. You know, it's not always about the skinny chicks. You know, we, we I do. just love where your topics be going, man. Like one day I saw I was at work and uh, he had something about uh, marriages and for, uh, the four the four year contracts with the five the five year. Oh, option. most definitely. And I thought it could speak. Coop and I were just fuck ironically talking about the same thing the night before. And, you th- and then we started on Facebook with you. It was like, yo, hey, well, look, only, only hey, on, on the next show, man, we can address it if you want because it's real talk. Bring and, it up, and, bring and, it and, along, and along that lines, just to tease it, next week, on no, next week's show, I want to talk about fan free agency because I have devised a plan <laughs> that will allow you to pick up a new team as a fan and not be a complete dick rider. <laughs> I can't wait for this. This is going to be interesting. So y'all tune in next week because it's going to be good. Week. So y'all want to take notes and um, I will have forms uh, available um, that I can send out to you or I can give you a hard copy and you can fill it out and just bring it to the league office, uh, which is my crib. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll evaluate your situation and, and see if you're eligible for fan-free agency. But you know, on that, you know what you should shut out? He has the, fr- the most frivolous uh, memes every day. Jamal <laughs> Cooper has the most ignorant memes every day. That's something I Shout out to Coop's uh, ignorant memes. Uh, y'all find them on Facebook. Um, <laughs> but on, on that note, man, we're going to go ahead and, and get out of here. And 
we would definitely appreciate all of you listening. And uh, you can find our shows on iTunes. Uh, check us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And this is the Barbershop Talk. Bye.